Shalom to all. Today's office, Kuf Zayin. Zion. We are starting Kuf of Amun the second to last line at the two dots. And today's office sponsor, Lili Nishmas, Mars Miriam Sarah, Basib Yaakov, Maisha, Hernish Shamashad Avinaliyah, and Lili Nishmas, Rabbi Yosef Yantif, Ben Amr Asher Anshul, his Nishamashad Avinaliyah. Hemeshat said, Misha Achlam Dinas Hayam, a man went overseas and his wife came to Bezin demanding an allowance from Zionus. There was Machlekas in the Mishnah if she needs to swear that she doesn't have any of his money before she gets this allowance. Nothing more tells us Itmar was stated. Rav Amar Rav says, Kuf Zayin Amun Alpha on top, Paiskin Mazonis Ashes Ish. We're going to be Paisik food for an Ashes Ish. Now, often in the Gemara, Ishesesh has a negative connotation. Over here, it just means a married woman. A married woman comes to Bezin. She says, my husband's not here. He went overseas. I need food. He didn't give me food. So Rav says, we're going to be Pesach Hermazinus. We're going to go into the husband's estate. We're going to take some money and we're going to make sure that she has food. says, We don't give her food. Now, Shmuel, Shmuel says, Abba. Abba agrees to me. Who's Abba? That's Rav. It's just an honorable way to call him. So Rav agrees to me, the first three months after the husband left, that we're not going to give her food. Because a person doesn't leave his house completely empty. And we continue, when they heard that he died, he went overseas, and everyone heard that he died overseas. No one argues, everyone agrees that we're going to give her Mazinus. They didn't hear that he died. He went overseas. She's coming to Bezin saying, I don't have any food, but we don't know what the story is. So Rav says, We are going to be Pesach Mazinus because he's chayef to give her food. A husband's chayef to give his wife food. The husband's not here, so we're going to take some of his money and we're going to give his wife food. Rushmul says, We're not going to be Pesach Mazinus. Now the Gemara has my time, but why not? So Rav Zid Amar, he explains, We have to be afraid that the husband gave her bundles of money before he left, and she's not telling us about them, and now she's trying to take more money. Whereas our Papa Amar, he explains, We have to suspect that maybe her husband told her, You take your Masyidayim, you take that which you produce, and then you spend it on your own food. Meaning, I'm not giving you food, you have to buy your own food with your own money, and she agreed to that, and now she's coming to Bezin trying to take more money, so that's what we have to suspect according to our Papa. Now in the case where we heard that he died, and even according to Shmuel, we're going to give her food, we don't have to be chashish for either of these things. Why not? That's first of all because as we already know that when she collects her ksuba, she's going to need to make a shvua that she doesn't have any money. So even if he had given her bundles of money and she was taking mazonis illegally, if you will, so she's still going to have to make a shvua about that money that she got previously from her husband. And even if her husband had previously told her, that only has impact when the husband's alive. But after he dies, she's entitled to mazonis from his estate. But now the Gemara just asks, my benaya, what's the difference between Rav Zid and Rav Papa? The Gemara answers, the difference is, if she's a gedayla but her paycheck isn't large enough. If she's a gedayla, so we have to suspect that he did give her bundles of money before he left, so that would be something that Rav Zvid would be worried about. However, if her paycheck is not big enough, so Rav Papa would say, she would still get Mazinus. Inami, alternatively, we could say Ketana Visafka. If she's a Ketana, then her husband is not going to be giving her bundles of money, but it could be that she has a really high-paying job, so Rav Papa would be Chashish in that case. Now the Gemara is going to ask a whole bunch of questions on Shmuel. Tanan, we had said in our Mishnah, Mishal Chimdina Sayam, a man went overseas, and his wife came to ask for food. Chanan Amar Chanan said, She has to make a Shvua at the end, but not at the beginning, which means that she has to make a Shvua when she's collecting her Ksuba, but she does not have to make a Shvua in order to get Mazinus. The sons of the Kanam Gedalim argued with Chanan, and they said, She has to make a Shvua in the beginning and in the end, meaning even when she's collecting her Mazinus, she has to make a Shvua. But what do we see from here? is only regarding whether she has to make a Shvua. But it seems to be that we are going to give her food, even according to B'nai Kanam Gedalim, so this is obviously not like Shmuel. Sigmar says, No, Tirgum Shmuel. Shmuel would explain the Mishnah as Bishasham by Shemais. It's talking about a case where everyone heard that he died, and the question is, does she have to make a shvua before she gets Mazinus? The Gemara continues asking on Shmuel Tashma. We have a brass that says, Mishal Chimdina Sayam, man went overseas. His wife has come to ask for food. The sons of the Kamgadalim say that she has to swear. Chanan says, She doesn't have to swear. And Vimbava Amar, if the husband came back and he said, that I had given her a certain amount of money for food, Naman, he's believed, and she's going to have to pay him back for all the food that she took. So we see from here that the Bezin does give her food. Question on Shmuel. The Gemara says, No, Hachanami here also, they heard that he had died. The Gemara 
hold on one second. Vaha in Bava Amar ka Amar. We had just said that if he comes back and says, I was Pesach Karmazinus, so she has to pay him back. How could we say that he died? So the answer is, Imba la'achar Shmua. If he comes back after the Shmua, there was a Shmua that he died. So therefore they gave her food. And then he came back afterwards and he said, Guys, I'm not dead. I'm alive. And by the way, I was Pesach Karmazinus. So then she would have to pay him back for the food that she took. But once again, this is not a question on Shmuel. We continue asking Tashma. We have a Brisa Mishachim Dinasayam. Man went overseas. And his wife is being Tavayam Mazinus. In Bava Amar. If he comes and says, you take your own money and buy your own food with it. Rashai, he's allowed to do that. But let's say Kinmu Bezin Upasku. Bezin proceeded and they were Pisak her Mazinus. Masha Pasku Pasku, whatever they were Pisak fur, they were Pisak fur, and she's allowed to get that Mazinus. So we see from here the Bezin is allowed to be Pisak her Mazinus when the husband's not here. Once again, the Gemara answers, Hachanami here also was shown by Shemais. They heard that he died, and that's why they were Pisak her Mazinus. And the Gemara contains another question on Shmuel Tashma. Misha Alchem Dina Sayyam, a man went overseas. Vishitavas Mazinus and his wife is coming to ask for food. Bezin Yardim Lachasov. Bezin is allowed to go into his property, Vizanim Farnasin Lishtai, and they're allowed to give food and Parnasa to his wife. They're not to give to his sons and daughters, and they're not to give Dover Acher either. So once again, there's a question on Shmuel. We see that when the husband's overseas, we will be Pesach Mazinus for his wife. So Amar Sheshes, he answers, Over here, we're talking about a case where he was giving his wife through a third party. This is a situation where the husband was responsible. He appointed a third party to feed his wife while he was gone. That third party backed out, so Bezin is taking the place of the third party. The Gemara says, hold on a second. Then that's the situation. Why doesn't Bezin feed his sons and daughters as well? So the Gemara answers, Kisha Hishra Lazu we're talking about a case where he appointed someone to feed his wife, but not his kids. The Gemara asks, my Pascha. So what's with the generalization? The Brasa makes a generalization that when he goes overseas, Bezin is going to feed his wife, but not his kids. Are you telling me that this is the standard that when he goes overseas, he appoints someone to feed his wife and not his kids? That doesn't make sense. So Ellen Rapapa gives a different answer. She had heard from an aide echad, from one aide that he died. He, the echad, she, his wife. If she wants to get married based off this testimony of one aide, Mati Mitzvah, she's able to get married. So Mizani Therefore, we're also going to give her food. But his sons and daughters, if they want to go into his property and start taking his property just based off this testimony of one aid, they're not allowed to do that. So we're also not going to give them a Zionist. So we found that this is not a question on Shmuel, but we just continue explaining this. We ask, my davar acher, what does this mean, davar acher? That we're going to go into his property, we're going to give food to his wife, but we're not going to give davar acher. So Amar, he says, tachshit, that we're not going to take money to pay for her tachshitim, for her jewelry, and for her perfume. Rav Yosef Amar, he explains, Tzedakah, that we're not going to go into his properties and take money to give it to Tzedakah. Now the Gemara clarifies, according to the Ma'ad that we're not going to go into his property and take money for Tachshit. For sure, we're not going to take money for Tzedakah. But according to the Ma'ad that we're not going to go into his property and take money for Tzedakah, but we will go into his property and take money for her Tachshitim. Why is that? It's because he doesn't want her to become gross and walk around smelling bad, so even he would be masking for us to give her Tachshit. And we continue asking on Shmuel. Tashma, we have a member that says, This woman who's Yavama, the first three months after her husband died, she gets fed from her husband's estate. That's because she can't marry anyone, so she still gets fed from her husband's estate. From three months and on, she doesn't get food, not from her husband or from the Yavam. Let's say they went to a din, meaning she went to the entire with her Yavam, and she said, look, you have to marry me, I need Mizanis. And then Ubarach, her Yavam, ran away. So she gets food from the Yavam's estate. But once again, we see that when her husband is overseas, or over here, her Yavam is away, she's still going to get food from the estate. So Shmuel would answer you over here, what would you be chayshish for in this case over here? If you want to be afraid that she has bundles of money from him, he's not very close to her that he's going to give her tzari. Her yavam doesn't know her well enough that he's going to give her money before he leaves, so it wouldn't have to be chayshish that she has money of his and she's trying to take more. And if you want to say it's because of Yadayim, that he told her, you take your Yadayim and you buy your own food, that's also not a possibility. She's not meshubat him yet. Since she's not married to the yavam yet, she doesn't have a chayv to give him her Yadayim. so therefore it can't be that he told her, so since there's nothing 
asking to be chashish for over here, even Shmuel would say that she does get fed from the Yafim's estate. The market is asking on Shmuel Tashma. Now we have a memory. This time she took the business trip with her husband. Ubas, then she came back. And she said, Bali, my husband died. If she wants, she could get fed, or if she wants, she could collect her ksuba. Let's say she comes back though and says, Gershani Bali, my husband divorced me. She continues to get Parnasa, she continues to get food up until the amount of her ksuba. Once again, a question on Shmuel. We see that when her husband is overseas, she is going to get fed from his estate. So Gemara once again answers, Hachanami here also, because they heard that he died, and that's why they're giving her food. And we explain, So why is it that she only gets up until the amount of her ksuba, and she's not going to get more than that? The answer is, She caused herself to lose out. Since she said that she got divorced, so that means the max she's able to get is her ksuba. But if she wouldn't have said that, she would have been able to get even more mazinus than her ksuba's worth. And now our seventh and final question, Tashma, How is it they said that a ma'enes, a woman that does mion, she just walks out of the marriage, what's a situation where she doesn't get mazinus? So you can't say that we're talking about a situation where she's married to him, because her husband is chayv to feed her as long as they're still married. Ella must be, her husband went overseas. Love Savachla, she borrowed money, she used that to buy food. Amdo Miana, then she got up and she did Mian, she walked out. So that's the situation where she's not going to get any more Mizanis. So what do we see from here? Time of the Miana. The reason why she doesn't get any Mizanis anymore is because she did Mian. Holoi Miana, but if she didn't do Mian, Yavina Law, that implies that we would continue giving her food even though her husband's overseas. Question on Shmuel. So Shmuel, he would answer you, Over here, what type of Chashash is there? Imish, I'm sorry, if we're afraid that her husband gave her money before he left and that she really has money and she's demanding it illegally. Sorry, like Tanah we already said that we don't give bundles of money to a ketana, and she's a ketana. If you're going to suspect that her husband, before he left, told her, go buy your own food with your own money, we assume this ketana doesn't have enough money, she doesn't even make minimum wage, and therefore she wouldn't be able to buy her own food, and therefore we could give her food in this case, even according to Shmuel. Something more finally says, my Allah, what's the psak in this case? Husband goes overseas, wife comes and says, I need food, do we give her food or not? The answer is, Kiosar of Dimi, and Dimi came from Eretz Yisrael, Amar, he said, there was a story that came to Rebbe in Beis Sha'arim, Upasak Lamazinus, and he was Paisak Mazinus for this woman. Halafani Rabbi Shmal Bat Sipairi, a story came to Rabbi Shmal and Sipairi, Vilai Pasak Lamazinus, and he did not give her food. Now Tiber Rabbi Yechan Rabbi Yechan asked the following question, Vichi Ma Rabbi Shmal Shalai Pasak Lamazinus. Why did Rabbi Shmal see that he wasn't Paisak Mazinus for her? The only thing that Chanan and Bnei Kaim Gedalim argue about is regarding whether or not she has to make a Shavuah. But according to Chanan and the Bnei Kaim Gedalim, we still are going to give her food. So Amalir of Shemper Abba, Shemper Abba told him, Kavar Tergamar Rabbeinu Shmuel Babel, Shmuel already explained this in Babel. That that machlaik is between Chan and Bnei Kaim Gedalim is talking about where they heard that the husband died, and that's why she's getting food. So Amalei Rabbi Yechonah told him, Did you really explain it to that extent? Meaning, is that really the way you understand the Mishnah? Meaning, it's very possible that's not what Chan and Bnei Kaim Gedalim are arguing about. Now, a similar Gemara, just slightly different. Kiyasa Ravin, when Ravin came from Eretz Yisrael, Amar he said, There was a story that came to Rabbi and Beis Sha'arim, and he was not passing Mazinus for her. A story came to Rabbi Shmuel and Sipairi, and he was passing Mazinus for her. And on Rabbi Yechon, Rabbi Yechon asked, Ma ra Rabbi Shaloi Pasakla? Why did Rabbi see that he wasn't Pesach Mazinus for her? Tolai Nechlu Chanan Bnei Kaim Gedalim El Ein Shvua. Chanan and Bnei Kaim Gedalim only argue regarding Shvua. Avol Mazinus Yavinala. But regarding Mazinus, they would both agree that she does get Mazinus. So Amalei Rosham Barabba, Rosham Barabba told him, Kvar Tergama Shmuel Babel. Shmuel already explained in Babel because shown by Shemais. Let's talk about a situation where they heard that he died, and that's why she's getting Mazinus. And their whole machlekes is whether or not she has to make a Shvua. So Amalei once again he responds, In Pasrisu Bakule Hai, did you really explain it to that extent? But either way, the Gemara concludes. And we will be passing Mazinus for an Aishas Ish whose husband goes overseas. Now we're just going to have two more halachas that the Gemara brings. A woman could tell her husband, 
Chalitza. I don't want you to feed me, and I don't want to have to produce my Sudaim. And also, the halachas like Rav Zid with Konya. Now, Konya are earthenware kalim coated with lead. So the halachas like Rav Zid with Konya. Dom Rav Zid, Rav Zid says, Hani money the Konya. These earthenware kalim, they're coated with lead. Chivari v'ochmei, if they're white or black, sharot, then they're permitted. Yeruke, if they're green, asiru, then they're asr. Now, we know that plain clay cheres, plain earthenware kalim, cannot be kashered once they absorb isr. Over here, we're saying that if they're coated with white or black lead, so then they cannot absorb isr, and then they could be kashered. However, green ones have a mineral of sorts in them, which does not prevent the clay from absorbing, and therefore, green-coated kalim are not allowed to be kashered. Now, this is only said, el delasbu kartofni, if there are no cracks in the kli, aval isbu kartofni, if there are cracks in the kli, asiri, they are usher because they absorb isr, and we're not going to be able to kasher them. We're going to stop here for the day, pick up tomorrow with a brand new Mishnah. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.